0: Hello, Summoners, and welcome to another episode of Phaology, the Study of Fire Emblem Heroes. My name is Ily Alador, and I'll be your Phaologist today. So, today's episode is called January Celebration, because, uh, I am proud to say this, we have hit our highest view count in, a third of a year. Uh, Yeah, so, the way anchor works is it lets you... Review your episode watch history per month back six months. So I can see basically back um, until August. So August we had really good view counts. September we were like maybe 200 off from August. It was still really close. But then just starting October things kind of fell apart and uh, November was better, but December was back down again. That was when we were first transitioning over to me hosting the show. It's back in December. Uh, but thanks to you guys, January we've finally come back a bit and uh, we've had the highest highest view count since I've been here easily but since uh, since that dip back in October we've had the highest count. So I thought I'd like to have a little celebration episode bring back a segment that we haven't done here at biology in quite some time. Uh, we're gonna do a couple character class clashes for you of free to play cavalry. Uh, four, three, and four-star cavalry units that uh, are generally considered not the best, but you can you can make something out of them. And i can go over their individual boons and banes. Uh, it'll be a two-parter show. The first one will be over lance cavalries that are true free to play, as meaning the game actually gives them to you. So true free to play is kind of like uh, bound here, not bound here, grand hero battle units, tempest trial reward units. Uh, that one time you got Kaze from Grand Conquests and uh, hero rising event, choose your legends, the free summon that it gives you. Also the uh, times of the story will give you characters like Fjorm and air. So those are all like true free to play units, other free to play units I consider free to play anyone who's in the three and four star summoning pool because you're pretty much guaranteed to get them if you go through ordinary summoning. I mean I've been I've been playing the game since launch. I think I had like a month-long hiatus when I when I traveled abroad. But uh, yeah, really, if you are summoning at all, you're going to get these 3- and 4-star units all the time. I, I don't think there's a single 3- and 4-star unit I haven't gotten multiple copies of. So, I mean, they're basically free-to-play because you're going to get them. It's, it's almost guaranteed just based on the percentages, the odds of you getting them. It's so likely uh, in the course of your playing Heroes, so those are the two free-to-play, and uh, it's significant because the second part to this episode will be over Red uh, Sword Cavalry that are in the Three and Four Star Summoning Pool. Those are other the other free-to-play guys I'm going over, there'll be three of them there. And in case you're wondering, uh, I'm trying to keep them at, uh, un- being units at the approximate skill level, that way I can get more in-depth as to the, the the minute differences between them. And uh, less, you know, if I'm comparing like Brave Lynn to, say, some other cavalry, like uh, Love Abounds Roy, there's a whole bunch of differences. Sure, Love Abounds Roy has a massive attack pool, but no one's going to put up much of a fight against the people saying that Brave Lynn's just better. Because she really is. Brave Lynn is... Cut above the stock even this far after she's been out. She's been out for a year and a half now. So, uh, just looking at the units we will be covering, this episode right here is going to focus on true free to play Lance cavalry units, Clive and Berkut. Um, I'm getting these similar skill bases off of the Game Press uh, cavalry tier list. Um, Red Ferrari often says not to trust. The tier lists anywhere just because things are so random however he did say you can trust the cavalry tier list because he's the one who manages it so uh, he can't give me grief for, for doing it this way because he's he's in charge of it so uh, just going based on what uh, the, the arena offense tier list says uh, Burkut is a tier 8 character and Clive is also a tier 8 so that's really bad. Um, just for a little bit of in depth, there are many tiers and uh, off- offense tier list, but uh, there's only eight of them. So there's one through eight. So <laughs> according to game press, both Burkut and Clive are really the bottom of the barrel. However, I mean I've seen good Clive builds. I've seen actually no, I've never seen good Clive build, but I have seen good Burkut builds. So shows that it can happen uh, if you just play to their individual strengths. And uh, I'm going to show you a little bit how to do that, but uh, first I'll just go over each of these characters. So uh, just going based off of uh, being a good guy in (laughs) Shadows of Valentia and Echoes and in uh, Gaiden, first we have Clive. So Clive, his default weapon is a Silver Lance, uh, which he gets at four, uh, his 3-star, uh, he gets Steel Lance. At 4-star, he gets Silver Lance. And if you unlock him at 5-star, he can get Silver Lance Plus. So Silver Lance Plus is not the greatest of weapons, uh, but uh, you can refine it to, say, attack, and it can, become, you can give you HP plus 5, and it can be an 18 might weapon. So it's decent. You can also get the other refinements on it of Resistance, Defense, and Speed. So because it's a plus weapon, you can refine it. And uh, so you can get a nice bonus out of that. He also comes with uh, Sketchian, which is the two-turn cooldown. Uh, it reduces damage of melee attacks by 30%. It's, it's the lower cooldown form of Pavis. He also comes with defense plus three and hit and run. So Clive, as you can tell from his base kit, is very boring. He comes with a generic lance, a two cooldown melee defensive special, def- and uh, <laughs> a single... a, a single form B-slot skill, a like hit-and-run, lunge, very generic, and a uh, single stat buffing uh, buffing skill uh, of defense plus three. It isn't even a good one. It's not even like a speed plus three or attack plus three, which, which can have their uses. This is just defense plus three, and uh, you kind of wonder what they were thinking when they compiled his, his kit, because it's really boring. Going along his uh, five star uh, five star stats, he has forty-five HP, thirty-three attack, twenty-five speed, thirty-two defense, and nineteen resistance. So he has a decent HP pool. His attack is not bad. I mean thirty-three is okay. Um his, his speed is his, is pretty bad. Twenty-five, you're not gonna be doing a ton with that. Uh, Getting, getting follow-up attacks, I mean, his defense is at 32, you can work with that, you can turn that into something, he can be a pretty good tank, pretty effective, and uh, he has a 19 resistance, so you're going to want to keep him away from any mages at all, because it's bad. Sure, he ha- he does have good resistance bulk, just because his HP is so high, his his resistance bulk of 64 isn't terrible, but his, his physical one of 72, that is good, so... He has good defenses and okay attack, and he trades it for terrible speed and resistance. So, <clears throat> a little bit about him. Clive was the leader of the Deliverance in Fire Emblem Echo, so he was kind of a. He he was a, he was supposed to be a commander of sorts. As soon as you arrive, however, he he immediately gives it to you for for plot purposes. Um. But he was he was really pretty well translated. He was really tanky in Echoes. He, wasn't, he was pretty slow, but he had good attack and defenses. As far as I can remember, I haven't played Echoes in a while. Uh, unfortunately, while that can be excused in a mainland Fire Emblem title, it's not very good in, uh, in, in Heroes. Having that low of speed and not being an armor unit is really crippling. So, yeah, he has really great physical bulk. He's a, he, has, he can get cavalry buffs, and he has a decent attack. Uh, but unfortunately, that also means he can get killed by Zanbatos and horse Slayers and, and such things. And he, he has really bad resistance, so keep him away from mages. And his speed just makes it even worse, because a lot of mages are really fast. So, you can use Clive pretty effectively if you keep him in a... Melee non dragon environment, so keep him only matched up against physical units, and uh, you can have a pretty pretty decent character, pretty decent unit. I- I'd also recommend, of course, if you're going to build him, going with uh, let's see, yeah, going with Quick post as a skill because, and uh, this is really important, his speed is just so bad that. Uh, if you're gonna try and make him into a, a combatant, then you have to do something with it. So you have to try and just give him like quicker post either in the B slot or the seal slot, um, just because it is so necessary, and he really just he just needs it. Um, yeah, if he's gonna if he's gonna be a decent unit, you're gonna have to relegate him to the enemy phase just because that's the only place where his defense is gonna really help him. Uh, you could, if you wanted him to be a player phase unit, you could give him the Desperation Brash Assault combination and uh, Fury, maybe, and just work his HP down to where he can get two guaranteed attacks against anyone, giving him the uh, like Brave Lance Plus. That could also be interesting. You can get the instant Quad attack against anybody. You could give him a bit of Ignis or or Bonfire, just to help with that. So. Uh, for a very mm, player-phase-oriented build, yeah, you'd need to give him Desperation and Brash Assault. So Desperation in the B slot from a 4-star Shana, Brash Assault in the Seal slot. Uh, if you could give him death blow, I'll, I'll just say Deathblow 3 for the sake of this, just because I don't want to have to make you give up a, a, brave, a Brave Celica for him. Brave Celica is much better, so... Um, I'm I'm also just to let you know, I'm going to run this against the 714 to 724 list, not the hard list, just because uh, if you're going to build Clive, I I really don't think you're going to be building him to be a arena, like max tier arena fighter. There are many better, better units you could use. However, the, the 740 to 724 range is decent enough, uh, just for the sake of him fighting against people he could maybe have a chance with. I think it's, it's, a, it's a fair thing to do. So, <clears throat> just uh, the, the build I'm going to use for this, for his really good player phase build, uh, I'm going to give him in the C slot Threat and Defense, and the A slot Death Blow 3, then the Desperation Brash Assault combination, Bonfire, uh, just because it is a nice 3 cooldown thing he'll be able to fire off with his Brave Lens Plus, that I gave him in the weapon slot. So, uh, just assume that you'll be able to do get, get him down to a decent level. Uh, say, he's taken a little bit of pre-damage before the fight to where he's in the Brash Assault. And uh, desperation range, and he does um, about what you'd expect. For Clive, uh, <clears throat> we have uh, I I think I think his his ideal uh, build, enemy phase build, if you can get it, involves a defense refined reprisal lance plus from a Sumia Bonfire Fury three quicker post in the B slot. Threaten, attack in the C slot, and attack defense bond in the SEAL slot. With this, he doesn't do as well as his player phase build, uh, but he definitely uh, gets way less losses. He, he's a lot sturdier now than he was. He only gets about 7% losses. Uh, the rest are all inconclusive for wins. So 38 wins out of the 56 total it means he got 68% of wins. Uh, it's not... Quite as high as his player phase build. It's not the 75. However, the big difference is that he lost to almost nobody. And the ones who did beat him were like green mages or green green magical units. So uh, in that list, the there people who beat him, there was uh, one male Grima, one Reinhardt, and two copies of Nino. So they're all people who attack his lower resistance. No one who fights based on defense was able to one-round KO him on this entire list. So, uh, with this build, he does pretty good. Uh, I checked some, a couple other things. If you were to swap out his reprisal lance for a slaying edge then he drops from 38 down to 36 wins, so... Still, for losses, it's, it's a little bit easier to come by, and you can run fancier special attacks like uh, Ignis with it for the same penalty, uh, even though even though Bonfire is still better. So, all in all, that's a, it's a nice build if you want to run him. He can be a really strong uh, duelist with that set. Uh, going on to Burkut. If you want to run that exact same build on Burkut that we just had on Clive, he doesn't do quite as well. He only gets 34 wins, so I believe that is 7% lower. However, he he does have a slightly better build you can do if you want to give him the uh, Slaying Lance plus, uh, I think the Defense Refine, no, it's it's actually it's the Speed Refine that he does best with. Give him a speed refine, swap out threaten attack for threat and defense. And uh, Fury for close defense, I'm pretty sure is what I had on him before, yes. Uh, no, it actually was still Fury. <laughs> it's still Fury, guys. Fury is easier to come by anyway, so no problem. He can get all the way up to 38% wins. So uh, that's the exact same as Clive had with the other build with the... High investment reprisal lance one. Uh, so that's still 68% of wins. However, the difference is that Berkut Bur- isn't quite as tanky. And so he, he loses to a lot more physical enemies uh, as well as magical ones. In fact, he wins more than twice as often in one round of combat. Uh, so we can get the same win ratio though. Uh, all in all, he does he does fairly similar unless you're going to run him up against people like Brave Lynn or people he has a color disadvantage to, and uh, just outright superior high-tier blues like uh, Brave Hector or Reinhardt. So unless you're running him against them, this build for Berkut is fine. Uh, all in all, I think these are really just go to show that Burkut and Clive are really similar heroes. Uh, and it really depends on which phase you want to use them. So personally, uh, my, my final thoughts on them are you really shouldn't build them. <laughs> As reward units, you'll have to get Grails to get uh, extra copies of them. And they're just not that strong, especially compared to other Lance Cavaliers you could be using. They're, they're just other ones who are just better uh, without any sort of discussion who are also easy to get and available in the summoning pool without being locked to five stars and without having to use such a limited resources grails to get. So <clears throat> uh, I think if you want to use a player phase fighter or a resistance tank, then Burkut has higher potential. His lower speed really hurts him, but if you're going to run him on a, a player phase build with the the, the classic desperation brush assault combo, his slightly higher attack does work better than Clive's. I mean, it's only it's a it's a difference of one, but uh, that difference of one can make a big difference uh, depending on who you're fighting. His lower HP isn't that big; it's kind of a non-issue because forty, I mean, forty-three HP is all right. It's still on the high end, and uh, forty-five HP is also good, it's still on the high end, so basically both of them have good bulk just because of their HP, but it's counteracted by their low speed. They both have speed low enough that your your casual green mage could just walk through and, and one-round them. So if you want to build someone who's a resistance tank, um is probably the easiest person to do that out of these two because he can get plus 11 enemy phase he can get you can get plus four to resistance from refining his weapon. Plus five HP. You can get plus seven enemy phase resistance from his weapon. And if you're gonna give him like a warding stance, not warding stance, yeah, warding stance in the A slot. That's an extra six in the enemy phase. You're looking at a boost of plus uh, seventeen to your resistance in the enemy phase. It's even more if you're gonna stick something with a C slot like a resistance plus 3, or a raisin that attack resistance, or something like that, you could really go places with his resistance against magical enemies if you wanted to. He could turn into a really good uh, dragon killer if you are facing a lot of adult tiki's in the arena. Uh, Alternatively, if you want someone who's more of a general duelist, someone who's better equipped to fight Uh, More melee battles than than Clive's your guy. His higher HP and defense both lend to that. And his higher speed gives him a measure of survivability that, while it isn't much bigger than Burkut has, it is slightly bigger. Uh, Just make sure that you keep him away from any sort of mage, because if you're going to run him with mages, then you are going to get absolutely shut down. Your only hope is that your HP pool saves you, and they have... Fairly lowish attack <clears throat> because your resistance won't save you over much and your speed isn't doing you any favors either. So, uh, who do I think is better between the two? Uh, personally, I think that if you're going to look at which one is better, I would say Burkut is better than Clive for a couple reasons. One, uh, the player phase is a more reliable phase to. To exist in and uh Burkut, thanks to his higher attack, has the potential to have a better player face presence than Clive. If you're if you're gonna build him very specific ways, he can. Uh his lower speed does hurt him, but there are ways to make that a non-issue. Uh his his lower defense and HP are problems for him, but his resistance. Kind of makes up for it a little bit, and that he can survive attacks from mages if you if you want to build him that way. Of course, you can only build him one way. You can only make him stronger in the player phase. Uh, but yeah, if you're going to go for a player phase unit, Brakut I think makes stronger, uh, makes make shorter work of enemies as opposed to Clive, thanks to his one singular point of attack he has higher now. This is not, in itself, enough for me to think that recruits better, because as a general rule, I, I prefer enemy phase units as opposed to player phase units. I think uh, high enough defense can can stop anyone in Heroes. <laughs> and I, I build a lot of my units to reflect that, but uh, contrary to that, I still think Rakuut is better, because... Me, Both of them have terrible speed. Clive may have higher speed, but it isn't going to be enough to really make a difference. So, uh, Burkut takes that speed, and he allocates it to his resistance, which helps with his survivability against mages. Not not by a lot, but by a little. He does have better resistance bulk than Clive, even with his hit to his HP. And he has better attack, and, and most importantly, he's more available. Uh, fact is, you can get more Burkut than you can get of Clive. I believe Clive, uh, at being a Tempest Trial reward unit for one singular time in Tempest Trials, you can get two copies of him, get him up to plus one. And uh, with the, the revival that we had a little bit ago, where you could get an extra copy of Joshua, the Black Knight, and Tobin, Clive was one of the people to get an extra copy of. So you can get an extra Clive, so you could possibly have a plus two Clive without any sort of spending grails. However, Burkut, he's got his own reoccurring grand hero battle. So that's several copies of him. You can get a copy of him for basically every one of those fights. And then uh, from the the special uh, event... That you can get a special reward. Uh, you can get an extra copy of him if you defeat him with uh, a certain group of allies. So, all in all, I think Burkut is better because he can have better player phase than than Clive. Their speed is kind of a non-issue, so his lower speed doesn't hurt him over that much overly, compared to how much it hurts Clive. And uh, most importantly, he has more copies of him available then uh, he has more than Clive does. And I think that's the most important thing. If you're going to build them both up at plus 10, then you have to fall back on, oh, do you want an enemy phase unit or a player phase unit? But uh, just in general, if you're not going to try and plus 10 them, Raku does have more available to him, merge-wise, as opposed to Clive. And Clive just has such a boring base kit. recruits may not work very well, but at least it... Is interesting, <laughs> you know. He has he has his own lance, which is inherited other units, and so he is decent fodder for that. And uh, I just think, in all, while they both are weak heroes, you can build them to do very specific jobs that they can function well in. And I think Burkut is just better when it comes to that. I think he's more gimmicky, almost, in how you can make him. And when you're that bad, and you're when you're tier eight, and you're when you're bottom of the barrel in heroes, you have to have something that really can resurrect you. And I think Burkut has a better he has more gimmick potential as opposed to Clive. I feel like he could have more of a niche. So I think Burkut is slightly better than Clive, if for no other reason than there are more copies of him available. Uh, so it's less expensive to make him because both of them are pretty bad. And I would hardly recommend you, you go with any other Lance Cavalier. It's really... Uh, he's just bad. I, there's not much that, that makes you want to use Burkut at all. Um, Jagan, Jagan's bad. Sully's bad. Spring Xander. All three of those are also Tier 8 units in uh, the Game Press Arena Assault tier list. But at least Jagan and Sully are available in the ordinary summoning pool. So you can get them, uh, without nearly as much difficulty. Spring Xander, I will grant Spring Xander is probably worse than Clive and Berkut because, uh, he has, his, his defense is about all that makes him useful. I mean, he's just bad and he's seasonal. So other than Spring Xander, Berkut and Clive are the worst, uh, Cavaliers, Lance Cavaliers in the game, and uh, quite honestly, I can't think of any reason to use them. They, they actually might be the worst Cavaliers, because all their competition all their competition for being terrible in uh, Gunter and Jägen and Stahl and Sully and Spring Xander, uh, aside from Spring Xander, those other four are all in the main summoning pool, and you can do things with them without having to uh, spend Grails. So I think based on availability alone... Uh, Gunter, Jägen, Sully, and Stahl are better. So, (laughs) Clive and Burkut are ranked 2 and 3 for Worst Cavaliers in the game, only after Spring Xander. So, uh, by all means, uh, do not use them. If you're going to use them, then you may want to try a gimmick build like the Brazen Desperation Brash Assault combo. That one is, even they can use that pretty effectively. Or you might want to try and, and uh, play to their individual strengths. Clive of being a duelist, and recruit of being a magic check. Potentially, uh, that that's really it. <laughs> don't use these guys. Uh, happy summoning, especially just in summoning means you won't be summoning for these guys. Uh, I hardly recommend, unless you really want Rakut's Lance for someone else. Don't use it. <laughs> don't use him. Don't use Clive. They're just bad. Um, but between the two, I think I think Burkut can be better than Clive, based on the merit of his magical bulk is less terrible and his attack is slightly better. So uh, that that's it. That's my opinions on who is better between Berkut and Clive that's a, that's a character clash that I am glad is out of the way because I've been planning on doing it, uh, but as soon as I started off and as soon as I got myself going, I realized how terrible both of them were and how much it wasn't worth building them. <laughs> but if you're going to, I, I've seen people build really good barcoots. So it is possible to have a strong resistance check barcoot. And if you want to do that, then uh, you can. It can be a strong a, a strong option. There's just, whenever you want to visit uh, the, the possibility of building them, understand that there are always better options for you. No matter who you have, there are better options. That's it. That's that's the end of the episode. Uh, I, I kind of wish that they had given more of a competition between the two. Uh, but when you're comparing two units who are so uniformly bad, sometimes it's difficult and uh, not going to happen. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, part two will be coming in shortly of this episode. It'll be between... Three red cavaliers, who are, are thankfully all better than Clive and Berkut. and uh, hope you hope you enjoy it because it is something I will uh, be glad to take, be glad to make here. It uh, is kind of special, so hope you enjoy it. It should be rolling out sometime uh, February first, February second. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to reach out, reach out to the show, join the community. You can do that at r slash our subreddit. Or you can email the show directly at phyology at gmail.com. If you want to talk to me, the Anchor, you can do that on Discord at ilialador, hashtag 1130. Uh, or you can email me directly at ilialador at gmail.com. Uh, if, you want to support, and if you want to support the show, you can do that through Anchor with listener support at anchor.fm slash Or by just listening to our episodes now that we're monetized Uh Remember, the, the conversion rate so far of our uh, monetization for you, giving uh, maybe a $10 donation is equal to you watching a 1,000 monetized episodes of theology. So yeah, it's significant. Uh, if you want to give a donation, it helps a lot more than the monetization, the, the ad revenue is. However, uh, it's just a way of, of forcing us into making episodes because now there's money involved. <laughs> it's it's a it's a psychological thing. It's theology. It has ology in it. It's the study of Fire Emblem Heroes. The study of us making a podcast for money. It's intriguing. Uh, I'd like to once again throw out there that if you're interested in uh, appearing on the show as a guest speaker, I would like you to do that. Go ahead and reach out to me. Uh, on Discord is is preferable, or through my email I gave it earlier. We can talk for, for a little bit, and uh, if you have a good idea or want to join the show, then I will. We can we can discuss that. I'll, I'll talk to you about it because I'd be interested in having uh, co-hosts for individual episodes, or a partner in being an anchor who can also make episodes. Because one person doing a show and trying to keep it afloat is difficult, and while it isn't impossible, I think. It'd really benefit the community of Theology if I could get someone else in here to do that. So uh, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Happy summoning, and I hope you schedule another appointment with your theologists real soon. Take care. Actually, I actually think I'm going to change up this build somewhat. Um, Instead of Death Blow, uh, maybe try equipping something like Brazen Attack Defense, because this build to function properly, you have to already be at half health, so you'll be well within Brazen range. So, uh, doing that instead, you'll get an extra point of attack as opposed to Deathblow 3, and you'll get an extra 6 defense. And it's nice and inheritable from a 4-star Ares. So, uh, yeah, for this build, I'm going to use that instead, just because it's a little bit better. Uh, I forgot that that particular combination works really well of, of Brash, Assault, Desperation, and a Brazen skill. Uh, so, yeah, I'll be doing that. Also, it's an out-of-combat buff, so if you're able to st- uh, stack this with something like a-, a Cavalry Ward, a Cavalry Hone, or Fortify, rather, you can because it's out-of-combat. So uh, I'll be using that build for Clive and for Burkut just because it's about the best player phase build that you can get on any unit. It- it's really a strong build. Uh, but before I tell you the results of it, I'm going to go over uh, Burkut, because I only talked about Clive. So Burkut is also Tier 8. He's also pretty terrible in Heroes. But he has a few key differences. As opposed to Clive, uh, Burkut has uh, one has two less HP, but he has one more attack. He also has three less speed, which he... Uh, he has three less speed and, uh, I believe, one less defense, which he trades for a big five-point bump to resistance. So if you, if you add up all their differences, berkut has got one more attack, Clive has one more defense, Clive has three more speed and two more HP, and Berkut trades that for five more resistance. So uh, Clive had bad speed and... Burkut is just his speed is worse. <laughs> so uh, he has worse uh, speed when you, so he, has, he gets doubled by more enemies. But he has slightly higher attack, which can be a really good thing for uh, perfect follow up builds like I'll be reviewing with them. He also has one less defense and two less HP, so he has three less physical bulk but he has three more magical bulk. So he's a little bit less weak to dragons, and uh, a little bit less weak to mages. Not really enough to make a big difference, I think. I, I think overall he's still not someone you want to you wanna have in those kinds of situations. Uh, but you can build him to be a good mage killer because of his personal weapon. That's right, Burkut has a personal weapon. Unlike Clive, who has a, a blank generic silver lance. Berkut's lance is called Berkut's lance, and it grants you resistance plus four when you're getting attacked. So, uh, yeah, that's plus four resistance in the enemy phase. You can also refine that with the, the standard refines to make it be a 16 might weapon. Uh, or you could give yourself an extra four to defense resistance if you feel like you're lacking in those, or more speed if you feel like your your lack of speed, as opposed to Clive, is going to cripple you. And all those, of course, give the HP plus 5, pick up for the difference there as well. Uh, Burkut's Lance is an interesting weapon, to say the least. Uh, he doesn't exactly have the highest resistance, so it, it's kind of weird, but if you were to combine Burkut's Lance plus 4 uh, when you're under attack, refining Burkut's lance turns that into plus 7. So, uh, if you give it the resistance refine, that's a total of plus 11 to your resistance and 5 to your HP. So it is a significant bump in your uh, ability to to tank hits from mages. So maybe giving yourself something uh, that that further complements that. Burkut could turn into a really good mage killer with his base kit. And, and a little bit of Inheritance, uh, but that also goes to the added effect of there are other people who could be better Mage Killers and want this, Lance, and you may have to kill Rekut to give it to them. So Rakut also has Blazing Flame, so uh, an AoE special, nothing nothing great about that. He comes with Water Boost, which uh, if you have at least three more HP at the start of combat than your opponent, you get Resistance plus six. Uh, so that that's kind of the same with his... his... Uh, resistance focus here. He also has ward cavalry, so that's defense resistance plus four to cavalry allies and then two spaces during combat. A, it's, a, a, it's an in-combat buff rather, so he's interesting because he has better resistance and he's kind of built to want to be a resistance-based fighter, which is definitely strange, but it is workable. Uh, however, just like with Clive, for their optimal player phase build, in my opinion, you're going to want to change out the weapons and the specials and the A, B, C, and seal slots. You're going to want to give them all new stuff that's all the same. So for both of them, a Brave Lance Plus, Bonfire, Brazen Attack Defense 3, Desperation 3, Threaten Defense 3, and then the Sacred Seal slot Brash Assault 3. Uh, so assuming both of them are right at that 50% HP mark, which is... 22 HP for Clive, and 21 for Burkut, since his HP is a little bit lower. And in one round of initiating against uh, the 714-724 to 7 24 representatives, Clive is able to get 42 wins out of the 56, and so that comes out to be exactly 75%. So 75% wins is pretty good, especially for a Tier 8 character. If you're going to want to take the same build with perkut like I recommend, he gets all the way up to 44 wins, which is two higher. And uh, that averages out to be just under 79% wins. So a little bit of a difference margin as opposed to Clive and his uh, his functionality. that They function similarly with this build. Uh, however, if you're going to uh, want to dump their, their player face potential and make them into... Uh, enemy phase fighters, and I'm going to go completely overboard here and give them the the highest investment I think is necessary to reach their optimal potential. Then uh, I'll go ahead and give you that before I tell you my opinions on who I think is just better. So uh, here are the uh, enemy phase builds for each of them, which I think is where they really shine.